The UK announces their hydrogen production roadmap with a surprising and refreshing vision. I'll go over the report and give my thoughts on today's hydrogen podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. In an article in Reuters.com, Mara Rashad writes, UK to back 11 green hydrogen projects under $2.5 billion fund. Britain's Energy Security Secretary, Claire Coutinho, announced on Thursday of last week backing 11 projects to produce green hydrogen as part of the government's £2 billion funding to be committed over the next 15 years. The 11 successful projects, with capacity totaling 125 megawatts, were selected to be offered under contracts under the government's first hydrogen allocation round, launched in July of 2022. Britain has a target to reach net zero emissions by 2050, and green hydrogen, made by using renewable energy to split water, is seen as one of the key sectors that will help achieve this target and provide cleaner fuel for energy-intensive industries and transport. According to Catino, hydrogen presents a massive economic opportunity for the UK, unlocking over 12,000 jobs and up to 11 billion pounds of investment by 2030. She also added that today's announcement represents the largest number of commercial-scale green hydrogen production projects announced at once anywhere in Europe. In return for the government support, the successful projects will invest over £400 million in the next three years, generating more than 700 jobs in local communities across the UK and delivering 125 megawatts of new hydrogen for businesses. The 11 projects have been agreed at a weighted average strike price of £241 per megawatt hour. Storega and Scottish Power's Cromarty Hydrogen Scheme is among the list of projects set to receive a guaranteed price for its output. Okay, so some big government funding news coming out of the UK. This being reported as the UK Department for Energy Security and Net Zero launched their hydrogen production delivery roadmap. While the full release is too extensive to review on the show, I will go over the executive summary now. In the two and a half years since the publication of the UK Hydrogen Strategy, we have made rapid progress and are now firmly in delivery mode, supporting projects to move us closer to our hydrogen ambitions. We have announced the first round of successful projects under the Electrolytic Hydrogen Allocation Round, or HAR1, worth 125 megawatts. In addition to the 34 megawatts through round one of strand two of the Net Zero Hydrogen Fund, or the NZHF. The second hydrogen allocation round, or HAR2, which is over three times the size of HAR1, is now underway. And the contracts from round two of the NZHF, strands one and two, will be announced in the new year. This progress has been possible due to the UK's strong policy framework for growing hydrogen production, including our hydrogen production business model, low carbon hydrogen agreement, and our low carbon hydrogen standard. Together, this has proved an investable model which has leveraged private investment to kickstart the UK's hydrogen economy. It is our ambition to have up to 10 gigawatts of low carbon hydrogen production capacity by 2030. 
subject to affordability and value for money, with at least half of this coming from electrolytic hydrogen. In addition to this, our near-term aim is to have up to 1 gigawatts of electrolytic hydrogen and up to 1 gigawatt of carbon capture usage and storage CCUS, enabled hydrogen in construction or operation by 2025. For the next stage of growth, we need to make sure the right conditions are in place as we continue to nurture this nascent model and push towards our 2030 ambition. We will continue our engagement with stakeholders to make sure our policies are developing alongside industry need. This hydrogen production delivery roadmap sets out our vision for hydrogen production to 2035 with ambitions to 1. Allocate up to 4 gigawatts of our 2030 ambition to CCUS-enabled hydrogen through CCUS allocation rounds for Track 1, Track 1 expansion, and Track 2, subject to project assessment, cluster assessment, and successful negotiations with projects. Two, allocate up to 6 gigawatts of our 2030 ambition to electrolytic production with alternative technologies also contributing towards this total. 3. Run annual allocation rounds for electrolytic projects and potentially alternative technologies between 2025 and 2030. Number 5. Allocate up to 875 megawatts in HAR2. Number 6. Allocate up to 1.5 gigawatts across both HAR3 and HAR4, which are expected to launch in 2025 and 2026, respectively. And number seven, review our deployment trajectory in 2025 in light of learnings from early projects, the evolving evidence base, and strategic decisions on the use of hydrogen, taking into consideration emerging evidence on cost reductions, innovation, infrastructure requirements, and demand-side developments. Achieving this ambitious deployment trajectory will be subject to affordability and value for money, and we will look to industry to rise to the challenge of demonstrating significant cost reductions as the UK hydrogen sector takes off. Key to this will be working with demand sectors to maximize this opportunity and develop a competitive marketplace that can drive investment and push costs down as we establish our hydrogen transport and storage infrastructure. Our hydrogen ambitions can drive investment into the UK and will help ensure fair opportunities for UK companies in supply chain and our skills base, as well as wider economic benefits to all regions in the country. As the hydrogen production landscape develops, we expect to see CCUS-enabled hydrogen supporting decarbonization in the industrial clusters and increasingly large electrolytic projects sited in locations that allow us to take advantage of the deployment of renewable electricity generation. Transport and storage infrastructure will be needed to connect and balance this production with demand. We are publishing a hydrogen TNS or transport and storage networks pathway alongside this roadmap that identifies supporting emerging regional networks centered on availability of storage and credible regional production and demand as the priority for early TNS infrastructure. In support of increased hydrogen production, we will continue to deliver our business model policies on transport and storage, regulation, standards and certification, sector development and demand as set out elsewhere in this roadmap and accompanying publications. Okay, so the UK hydrogen production roadmap is out with some interesting bits of information. 
The first that stands out to me is the aggressive timeline. The hydrogen allocation rounds 1 and 2 have already been launched, with HAR 3 and 4 to launch in 2025 and 26, respectively, with the contract for HAR 2 being awarded in 2025, HAR 3 in 2026, and HAR 4 in 2027. That being the same year, they're targeting HAR 2 to come online with 3 and 4 in the following years. And starting in 2027 will be the HAR 5 through 7 programs that will look for continued cost reductions and increasing demand for growing capacity. Now, in the past, I've been critical of the UK and the methodology they've taken to jump into new energy systems without allowing the transition to occur. And it's bitten them quite hard on occasion. But I like this report. The timing is aggressive, but tempered by the understanding that the cost will need to fall through economies of scale and a vision that demand will increase. Other aspects of this plan that I find refreshing is the reliance on thermolytic hydrogen with a natural gas feedstock and leveraging CCUS to its fullest capacity. This is the pathway towards achieving their carbon intensity ambitions. Adopt SMR technologies, embrace CCUS, allow electrolysis to develop while the hydrogen demand grows, and migrate the hydrogen generation technologies when cost parity is achieved. But like I said, this is an aggressive timeline and one that I hope is reached as energy demand in the UK is showing no signs of slowing down. All right. That's it for me, everyone. If you have a second, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a good review on whatever platform it is that you listen to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, YouTube, whatever it is. That would be a tremendous help to this show. And as always, if you ever have any feedback, you're welcome to email me directly at info at thehydrogenpodcast.com. So until next time, keep your eyes up and honor one another. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.